VIP listeners, you are now on the mark. Thrilled you are joining us. We got a beautiful, beautiful show lined up for you guys today. A great conversation with CBS Sports' own journalist, host, and reporter, Hannah Ostopchuk. She is awesome. She loves her sports, but she just gets it, Benny. She's in the scene. She likes these celebrity couple breakups of relationships. She's got a lot of interesting stories about professional athletes that she's dealt with. She's doing a great little podcast with Raja Bell and Danny Cannell down there. I shouldn't say little. I mean, it's a tremendous uh, podcast gang on iTunes called Off the Bench. And she just gets it. And it's a great conversation. And our listeners are really going to love it. I'm excited to see what she has to say, Marky. I mean, Sophie's talked wonders about this girl. And we're excited. I mean, we listened to that podcast with Danny Cannell a little bit. We've heard some of her work, and she's a smart, talented girl. And and you love Danny Cannell. I'm a big Danny Cannell guy. I was heartbroken when Rusillo Cannell went off the air, man. And yeah. so, uh, you know, it's cool to have on somebody that works with him on a weekly basis. And you know, Gag, we're gonna we're gonna pick uh, Hannah's brain on some information that may uh, help you guys out. You know, in terms of you know, career path. Diet, workouts. We, we ask our guests these questions because we want to know what people are doing because maybe you can always take something from somebody else and add it to your routine and become more efficient. I've always been fascinated with like a day in the life of random people. Sure. So it's cool to ask these everyday life questions to these. Yeah, because Hannah's on TV all the time. Exactly. You know, what's her day like? How is she keeping that confidence level ready to get on TV? You know, CBS isn't no uh, Joe Schmo network, as you like to say. Buddy. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. They're doing big things, Marky. Yeah, absolutely. And with the decline of ESPN, that void is just getting filled by other networks, other outlets, because people need their info and people want good, reasonable sports talk. And Hannah brings that to the table. Plus, on our show... A whole lot more than just sports talk. Yeah, ESPN lost their vision. They lost a lot of good workers. And it's showing these other networks have brought on a lot of talent that ESPN might have let go or overlooked or whatever it is. No question about it. So, gang, with that being said, we're going to go to break real quick. And when we get back, Hannah Ostopchuk is on the mark. VIP listeners, we now have CBS Sports journalist, host, and reporter, Hannah Ostopchuk. Hannah, welcome to the show. Beautiful. That was a beautiful way to say the name. (laughs) Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. It's a little confusing. And sorry, I meant to call you a little earlier. Benny had me over here listening to the Yodeling Walmart Kid EDM remixes. And I'm a real big fan of that kid. I, I don't have any children of my own. 
But if I could adopt him, I think I probably would. <laughs> no, that guy is like I've seen so many videos of him. I don't think I ever saw the original video. I think I just saw everybody obsessing over him afterwards. Same. I have not seen the original video. Uh, but, I know. I think we're missing out. But like these EDM remixes and all are crazy. <laughs> like if I heard that when I was out in a in a nightclub somewhere, I, that would give me the chills. I I love it. I was running to it on the treadmill earlier. No way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm a huge fan of that. Oh, uh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, no, I think that kid was really talented. People are talking about him, like, going on tour now and all this shit. I think, I think it's pretty funny. I think he was just on Ellen DeGeneres' show yesterday or a couple days ago. Uh, so, okay. I mean, if Ellen has you on, you know you made it. <laughs> that's very true. One day we'll get that. One day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, Hannah. That's true. <laughs> a lot of, you know, our VIP listeners, they don't know. You went to Syracuse. Yes. When you were at Syracuse, who was there sports-wise? Dion Waiters, was he was he there? Or Justin Pugh? Oh, yeah, Pugh. Pugh was there. Uh, Waiters was definitely there, too. Bab Mello was there. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, One of the, uh, yep, Philadelphia guy. Yeah, um, lacrosse was big when I was there. It was like JoJo Morasco. I don't know if there's not a huge lacrosse fan base in, in this world. But um, that was, like, obviously super huge at Syracuse. Yeah, well, they say Jim Brown was the best lacrosse player of all time. I think he went to Syracuse, right? Jim Brown. Yeah. Lacrosse, really? Yeah, he played lacrosse and football. He's, uh, like, a I phenom. I thought he was only football. I didn't know he was lacrosse. No, he was dual sport there and then, you know, played for the Browns. It's kind of crazy. Oh, well, I had no idea he did lacrosse, too. That's crazy. And That's awesome. Bill, <laughs> Bill Belichick, of course, diehard yeah. lacrosse guy. I never yeah. played lacrosse. It's popular though. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a niche sport though. Like, and I feel like growing up, it wasn't a big deal. And then it didn't like suddenly. I went to college and everybody played lacrosse, and I didn't know. Like, even all my friends from back home in Jupiter, Florida, were playing at the time too. But growing up, nobody played it. Like, it was like it had like some claim to fame in the middle of my life, and I missed the mark. The most, <laughs> the most famous lacrosse story of our lifetime is Duke lacrosse, and it wasn't because of the sport. Oh, it was right. for all the, all the wrong reasons. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were, they were like our arch nemesis. Okay, yeah. Oh, that, was that the rivalry? I mean, Duke-Syracuse has been a rivalry for a while. Interesting. You know what? I honestly didn't know that. I mean, it makes I sense basketball-wise, too. Right, I think it started with Coach K and, and Jim Beheim, obviously. Yeah. Just like the, you know, the coaching rivalry, and ever since Beheim got his wins taken away, you know, that NCAA shit, it's like, yeah. it's always another school every year. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, the NCAA corruption news is always, like, yes. non-news to me. Like, I don't care. Just have the games, <laughs> put the games on TV, let's talk about the games, gamble on them, maybe. And Some of the stories are so, and I think actually that's like that particular time when, or I'm sorry, Coach Mayhem got those wins taken away. It was, it all trickled back down to like Fab Mello cheating on a test, which is, or like cheating on like a homework assignment. Like it was like he had the wrong sources down. And what's funny is that I worked at this place called the Stevenson Educational Center in, um, uh, at Syracuse, it was basically the Carmelo Center, <laughs> which okay. is funny. Yeah, and the is. athletes had to come in and like do their homework, and I had to make sure they were doing their homework. And so, like, I probably witnessed Fab Mello cheating and <laughs> making this grand error. Like, I probably witnessed 
why Beheim got those so wins. So now you're the reason. Now we know you're yeah. the reason Jim <laughs> Beheim had to vacate all those wins. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Jimmy B. <laughs> B. Now, were you in a sorority or anything like that at Syracuse? Oh, no. No, mm-hmm. the sorority at Syracuse were like, uh, they were just so not my thing. Like, those girls were one type of girl only. Yeah. I don't really know. It wasn't, it's very different from like, you know, I grew up in South Florida. Everyone went to UCF or um, FAU or FSU. And right. all those girls are like, those are the kind of girls I grew up with. Whereas in, you know, in Syracuse, it's a lot of New Jersey girls and Long Island girls. And I, I was just so different. I, I, I don't know. I was yeah. good friends with the athletes, like the like the uh, field hockey girls and um, the soccer girls. Now, were you one of the, um, like, journalists for the Syracuse support, uh, sports teams there while you were there? Actually, no. What's funny is I um, I worked at the sports center, but at the time I wanted to be, like, a magazine writer, which is, like, so dumb. Like, I think about what I was doing. The thinking, dying magazine world. Yeah. D- let me go into a dying industry. <laughs> Perfect. This is a great idea. <laughs> I actually saw uh, Sports Illustrated is for, uh, is for sale again. Oh. Wait. What do you mean? Like uh, the actual magazine, or yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's changed hands before, but it, it's right. think it's for sale for like, um, you know, obviously a pretty big number. And I was thinking to myself, who the hell would pay that for a magazine? Right. In oh, that's 2018. Crazy. Honestly, the only subscription I would pay for is New York Times. Interesting. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, okay. Now let me ask you a question. Your podcast that you that you're on with uh, Raja Bell and Danny Cannell. Yeah, I remember when Raja Bell was a Sixer, and these Sixers are hot. <laughs> and you know he was on the the team that went to the finals, and mm-hmm. he was kind of like a low key guy that would come in the game and randomly hit some threes and had some nice moments for them. And uh, you know he he had a nice little career for himself. What's it like working with him and Cannell to? Uh, personable guys who I'm assuming are mocking themselves in the name of the podcast, (laughs) right? Because they both were backups, really, off the bench. I mean, those guys are both so knowledgeable when it comes to all sports that it's it's actually interesting. Um, Like, I'm sorry, I'm driving right now, and this person keeps honking at me. Like, is it appropriate to flick people off if Uh, you don't know if they're honking Road rage, very dangerous in Florida. It's so dangerous in Florida, and I never flick people off, but sometimes I just like to do it under my window so they can't see it, you know? When, well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good because it gives you that emotional satisfaction. Right, so, like, I, I, I get rid of it, but then they don't see it. Like, I don't actually hurt someone's feelings. We okay, were, wait, 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 Hannah, you got, you, you got to let me tell you this. We were pulling okay. out of the diner parking lot today. Uh, mm-hmm. Benny over here made an illegal uh, left turn to uh, – Young ladies in the car passing by screamed, uh, jerk off, I believe. Asshole. Ooh. Asshole. Asshole. And oh. without hesitation, so Benny rubbish. just fired, fuck you. No hesitation. <laughs> no, didn't think about. It. And then we just continued the conversation and didn't even like acknowledge that that just happened. <laughs> so road rage is I a very that. common part of our daily lives. No, road rage is so real. There's only one time I got like really mad at someone and it was when like a female cop like tried to pull me over and she was on a bike and she was just like yelling at me and <laughs> wow. I was going like two miles an hour in Fort Lauderdale traffic and I said something super inappropriate, which I should yeah. I should never do to anyone, but especially someone of that caliber. I don't know what. 
I didn't even I, I didn't even realize you could get pulled over by a bike cop. I got pulled over by a paddy wagon cop once. You know the, the vans, <laughs> and I didn't even know they could pull you over. I guess. I, yeah, I I thought it was like some sort of power trip, and it wasn't. And I I, she didn't give me a ticket or anything, but she was just like threatening me. She's like, if you don't get out of your, she just did something stupid. Like if you don't do this, I'll give you a ticket. So I just had to like turn my. Yeah, she was on a power Politeness trip. back on. I don't know what I was doing. The only the cop I would be okay with being pulled over by is a K-9 cop. <laughs> they look adorable in their little cop uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> that <right>. is true. <laughs> okay, now, back to all... Danny Cannell and Rob Bell. I'm so sorry for them that I just got sidetracked. No, it's a really good. aggressive conversation. No, Danny and Raja are so great. And they know, they know a lot about every sport. And it's funny, we get to these, like, we get into these different conversations just about like when it comes to what a player feels in certain moments, it's really cool to hear their stories on those moments. And like, you know, they definitely, they definitely will make fun of themselves and like joke about, you know, some of their great years and some of their non great years. And if they, they could go back, what would they do? And, and all that kind of stuff. But um, I mean, those guys are really talented and they're just so well-spoken. Like they're so nice to talk to. I honestly, I'm I'm like very blessed that I wake up to talking to them <laughs> I had, versus talking to some other people. I know this is kind of like a weird thing to claim, but you know how without seeing somebody or without hearing somebody talk, just seeing them, you may imagine their voice. I had no clue that Raja Bell would sound like that. Very unique voice. Oh, he had like such a deep raspy voice right yeah 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 no sometimes especially because we t it's like probably the first conversation we all have in the morning and sometimes we're just sitting there laughing at each other because we all sound so bad like so you know like so obvious that we just woke up or something like that yeah that but, can, uh, that can happen it happens to Raja's me too great and those guys have such good stories whether it's stuff about you know what happened behind the scenes that we don't know about what happened on the field that we don't know about or even what happens with their kids and their families like they're just they're really great yeah are they um, looking to expand on the podcast in terms of simulcast it or ever do anything like that? I don't totally know. I know that. I know. What is the concept of simulcasting it funny? No, no, I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm like, how do I say this? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I know that we have some exciting things coming with that podcast, um, and that it's definitely growing. Yeah. No, no question about it. I mean, look, you, you guys yeah. got a good team over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the guys over there are amazing. Now let's, they really are. Now let's talk about some teams recently that haven't, you know, been doing too uh, too well. Hank Basket and Kendra breaking up. <laughs> what, did you, uh, what are you hearing about that? What's your take on that breakup? Because that's pretty um, fresh, right? That, that breakup was just so hard to watch because – Kendra made it so like did you see her snapchats I heard there's been a lot of stuff uh being fired out recently on both ends because didn't Hank Basket even send some responses out I didn't see his I just saw hers and it was kind of like a soap opera like she was just crying into her snapchat and was like I can't believe this is over I, I believed in forever and it's just like a sob fest and yeah. it was literally her crying no makeup on, just like raw emotion, and I just thought, why are you doing that? I mean, like she must come, she must really. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't understand the need to like share your like 
that's, pain. That's unreal. It's the reality everyone. show curse. I guess. I guess maybe you just think that that's what you should do, and maybe it makes her feel better. I hope so. But I didn't even know they were still together, to be honest. They have been so on and off. Out of all the celebrity breakups that have happened this past month, that was probably the least surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I kind of forgot about them as like a reality TV show power right? couple type thing. Yeah, they, they were kind of out of the limelight. And yeah, then she uh, peaked. after <laughs> Hank Basket muffed that onside kick in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's not. Uh, That'll any, do it. <laughs> now, another more recent, little slightly more recent because it just kind of came about last night Chloe and Tristan. Uh, oh. Tristan Thompson uh, making out with two girls in a uh, nightclub, it looked like. Uh, oh, I can't even talk about this. Chloe, Chloe sure knows how to pick them. <laughs> I'm lo- I, I have just lost my mind continuously over this story. Like, when this story dropped, I could not be bothered with anything else for hours. Like, I, I was invested in this story just because I was trying to figure out a, how long this had been going on. B, if Chloe knew about it, and C, I don't know. I just like. And then it was Courtney and Kim are on down in the island somewhere taking yeah, bikini they're in pictures. Turks and Caicos, like yeah. living their lives. <laughs> taking. I don't like, know crazy what they're pictures. doing. Like I'm like, get back to Cleveland. Homegirl needs you. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just so weird. I don't know. Everyone's like, this is Chris Jenner working her magic, and I'm like, no, no, no. We shouldn't wish this on anyone. This is like absolute horror. If this is all really legit, I feel so sad for Chloe. I truly do. I know I don't know her personally at all, but it is like, it's a truly disgusting story. Now, is French Montana the only one that didn't cheat on her? Oh my goodness. You might be onto something. Because people forget. Who did she she date before Lamar? It was was like a no-name guy. It was like a no-name football player and he was on the show. And he cheated on her. And then then she dated Lamar, was obviously. It, was it a Reggie Bush teammate, possibly? <laughs> it could have been. I, it was somebody who, like, bought her diamonds. I, I can't even remember who it was. Yeah. Um, and then it was Lamar, obviously. But then after Lamar, it was James Harden, right? No, French Montana and then James Harden. It was Harden. French first, then James Harden. Okay. Yeah. And, and then Tristan. And then Tristan. James Harden cheated. Oh, that's right. She dated uh, Matt Kemp and the game, apparently. She dated Matt Kemp? Yeah. Oh, and the game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. This, is, this has to be way before Lamar, right? It, it was. Okay. Uh, wow. I got Benny scrolling through all types of uh, stuff over here. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but, you know, she's uh, she needs to date, like, a librarian or something next because yeah, the, no, she needs to the just, rappers like... and the uh, basketball players and the football players, it's not – not getting the end result i mean who would have thought out of all of these guys that these women date that kanye would be the most loyal i know because i think he's like i don't know like brainwashed or just psychologically warped where he just kind of like sits in their house like a vegetable and just nods his Wait, head. Who? And, and who? Kanye? Kanye. I don't know. He I looks like possessed or something when i see pictures of him. I don't know why. I truly love all things Kanye. I was just listening to him before you called. I just think he's, like, the best. And I like that he doesn't involve himself on the show that much. Like, he has, like, bare minimum of words, and I think it's great. Absolutely. And you have to really look at it like this. Like, I I like Kanye, too. And 
but there's no doubt about it. He's insane. So, you know, <laughs> sometimes like two insane people can get along beautifully because they understand each other's insanity. I guess. I don't know why I don't think. I mean, like Kanye is like Reggie Bush. Artist. Reggie Bush is kind of like a really normal dude when you listen to him That's talk true. and all that. Like he's too normal for that family. Um, That's Chris true. Humphreys, right. even though he's like kind of like a more shy dude, he's for the most part a normal guy. He's probably too normal for that family. <laughs> yeah, but Scott Disick was very normal. Well, no, before. see, I think Scott, um, you know, broke through to gain that insanity through drugs and alcohol. So he was able to really put up with it, get on their level by, uh, you know, changing the chemistry of his uh, brain. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I just really love Kanye, even though everyone says he's crazy. He's an artist. Like, at, yeah. at the end of the day, he's an artist. Like, he's allowed to be crazy. Oh, he's just, no, he I totally agree. That's, that's what makes the best artist. Himself. Right. So just, like, do what you want. As long as you make good music, I don't care what you do anywhere else. Agreed. Doesn't matter to me. I'm still buying your music. And he's, I mean, he's due to put out some more music too. Now that we say that. Oh, I hope so. It's he, Life of Pablo. I thought was his greatest album, and I know that sparks some controversy. I know people think that I'm completely false in that, but no, I enjoyed I that album. Life of Pablo is so good. On the next album, he needs the Walmart yodeling kid. <laughs> he needs yes. the, the feature. That's probably going to be featured on a couple of songs. I feel like. All right, now, what do you think was the more drastic breakup, though? What's the more dramatic one? The Kendra and Hank, the Chloe and Tristan, or the Channing Tatum and uh, Jenna Dewan breakup? Uh, I don't know. That one, the Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum breakup shook me to my core just because I was about to go to sleep, I was having a great day, and then suddenly I see that, and my whole world just... All right, now, Hannah, I got to ask you a question. What is it with girls that they really, like, get emotionally attached to these breakups of these celebrity couples? For me, I find it interesting. I think it's funny. I think it's funny to talk about. But it does not no, move right. me. It does not move me at all. Right. It doesn't upset you're me. Right. Or, like, why do girls get that vibe? You're right, and I'm laughing at myself because I totally just sounded the most dramatic. But <laughs> for, for Channing Tatum specifically, I will say... They they met on the set of Step Up, which, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, came out what year? Like 2001? Like so long ago, 2003? Yeah, I think they were together for like 10 years, those two, right? Yeah, so um, I, I just think that in a way, a lot of us like grew up watching Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum, and like we always revert back to them as like just that couple that had it figured out. Like they just looked like that couple that got it. Because they had been together for so long. They both had their separate careers. They always looked so happy together. They were very much like one of those couples that you admire. And yeah, um, yeah. and then, and especially because they, they stayed were out of the, and they, they stayed out of the spotlight in a way, which was is kind of cool. Right. There were no crazy scandals with them. They weren't big enough celebrities to have like, you know, paparazzi following, following them all the time. It was always just like happy-go-lucky stories. And I think from like what I found out, I found like from what I've seen from like gossip sites and stuff and just hearing on different podcasts, I think he was, I, I think he was cheating. And okay. then I think, 
yeah, I'm not going to say too much. Well, if you it. just read let some our, of the sites. Let, let our VIP listeners know. You can paraphrase from what it. I, okay, this is not coming from me at all from a source. But what from what I've heard from other sources, he contracted something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big yes. believer in that, that that's a low-key breakup reason, like that we never <laughs> hear about. Yeah, and that's, I, I, I mean, again, this is literally all word of mouth. It could be completely false. I have no idea, but, um, you know, that would do it for me. Of course. I'd, I'd be done. Of course. But Step Up was like a monumental movie. And now they're stepping down out of their... Now they're back. stepping down. <laughs> now there's no such thing as like a hot custodian who can break down. <laughs> Uh, Channing Tatum does some weird movies. I mean, I like 21 Jump Street. I like 22 Jump Street. But Magic Mike movies, Step Up. What else was oh, even I in? Oh, I mean, I can't even begin. Like, not to sound like the most basic girl ever, but Magic Mike was, like, such a game changer. Really? <laughs> like, well, only because now it's, like, now it's, like, taking over Vegas. Oh, yeah, and, you're right about and that. And all that stuff. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, it's totally changed, like, it's like the brand new Chippendale. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like they needed something new, and we should all thank Channing Tatum for creating <laughs> that. But the real superstar in that movie is Sofia Vergara's husband. Oh, Joe Manganiello. Yes, that guy. A lot of that relationship. I was once told I look like Joe Manganiello. I said, "Yeah," except I'm not. <laughs> I'm not six five. And I'm not ridiculously shredded. But yeah, other than that, maybe I look like Joe Manganiello a little bit. That's amazing. <laughs> Wait, have you ever been told that you look like someone that was like, you? it was such an insult? Uh, insult? Uh, I've been told Gio Gonzalez. I don't know if you know who that is. Pitcher oh. from the Nationals. Okay. He's a uh, pretty good pitcher. Um, I don't know what he looks like. You know what? No, but my whole life I've gotten, you know, if I had a beard or something, you look like you should be in the Taliban or Al-Qaeda. That would be my insult version because I'm a darker guy in the summer, but I never get this specific name. Oh, you look like him and it was an insult. Why? Do you? Somebody once said I look like, who's the girl from 24? Marishka Hart? Marishka? Oh, oh man. Lord, she's she's not from Twenty Four. Law and like Order. Law and Order. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Mariska Hardy. I don't know her name, but she's she's pushing like sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I'll never forget it. I was at a college party. It was at Syracuse, and granted, I had short hair then. And somebody was like, "Hey, has anyone ever said that you look like?" I think her name is like Mariska Harding. I could be wrong. But they were like, "Has anyone ever said you look like this girl?" And I was like, "No, for good reason." <laughs> Yeah, that that but is her name. Whatever. Benny just pulled it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that at all. That's crazy Thank that you. they would say that to you. Thank you. No, um, I've actually I've heard it a couple times too, and I'm just like, well, whenever somebody says that, I just think I must look really tired today. It must just look. Yeah, I mean that worn that, out. Who even? I, I'm surprised you knew her name. What random people at parties are thinking of the chick from Law and Order? Somebody who <laughs> was like hitting Netflix hard. Yeah, something. right. And I'm not saying Law and Order is a bad show or anything. Like I actually like Law and Order, but no, I think people binge watch Law and Order. They, they do, they do, and I, Which I don't is so quite bizarre. understand that. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And that's not really taking anything away from the show. I mean, I could watch it. I'm just not going to sit there for seven hours and go back to back to back to back on Law and Order. No, and it's like scary. Like I get like if I watch even two episodes, I get like a weird. I just, I feel like my whole life is a lie. Uh, like, I feel like I have to look into everything. Like, what if there's a hidden body in this yeah, car? Right, I don't know. Right? You have to reevaluate everything around yeah. you. That's oh, funny. Goodness. 
Do you binge watch anything on Netflix? Any shows you recommend? You know, my friend Sophie, who I know is a friend of the podcast, oh, yeah. uh, has been trying to get me on a couple shows on Netflix. She likes that Riverdale. I, yes, she tried to get me into that. <laughs> it was a hard pass on my end. Like, I yeah. watched, like, two episodes and I couldn't, no, I could do, I used to read Archie comics. I don't know if that's weird. Like, no, when I was not, when comics I was little. are awesome. I'm a big comic And guy. I couldn't, like, I couldn't get over the fact that this was, a, like a replica of the Archie comic characters. Yeah, but without I dig that concept thought, too. Of, I, it did, I don't know why I couldn't vibe with it, so I hit the hard pass on that. And then she's, she tried to get me in the show Love on Netflix, yeah. and I haven't I haven't even started it. Don't talk about that. So. Interesting. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I know I'm right really here. bad at Netflix. I'm not I'm not good at binge watching stuff. Um, I only watch like really bad tv i think like yeah. really bad because it's not really, other than this is us it's not really time consuming to watch bad tv there's no commitment yeah sometimes i just feel like i'm in smartsville all day you know yeah. and i just want to be in like dumbville yeah did you AKA watch jersey shore um no i never watched that show mm. but you know what i did watch i watched floribama shore okay benny's did not in his show? head he got real excited no i didn't uh, that show really was revolutionary. Yeah, it was really good. I got into it too. I mean, like, <laughs> so I'm so used to watching, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm so used to watching like the Kardashians or shows on E where like nothing happens the entire show. You're just watching people have like the most boring conversations. And then suddenly at the end, it's like, you took my hair tie. What? Right. Like, it's like no drama, right? And they just make <laughs> it drama. Whereas, like, Floribama Shore, I'm two minutes into watching it, and this girl pees on her roommate's bed. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. This is great television. I was already completely hooked. <laughs> no, yeah, that's good theater right there. I'm surprised you didn't like Jersey Shore if you like Florida Bama line. I know. Uh, I couldn't get into I, I don't know why. I, didn't, I just didn't watch Jersey Shore when it first came about. I think it was, like, so popular to watch it that I just avoided it. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes when a show gets too much buzz, I intentionally stay away from it. I did that yeah, with uh, Game like, of Thrones forever. Uh, oh, do you watch that? I Yeah, I, I binge watched that one not too long ago, and I'm fully caught up. And then they tell me the next season's not for another two years. So I said, why did I rush all that? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Odd show, I mean, but, you know, if you can get into it, it's interesting. If it's just too weird for you then it's just too weird for you. You can't waste your time. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I think the first episode I tried to watch was that one when the woman was walking naked and yes. they were screaming Kali shame. Oh, the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? I don't know. Uh, I don't know why my friend was like, oh, watch this one. And I was like, okay. And um, after that, I was like, what, 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 what are we Cersei, all doing with our lives yeah. on Sunday night? I don't understand. And that shame thing, that whole scene, that lasted for a long, like it kept going. That walk just kept going and going. It was the going. longest walk of shame I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like the longest one. All right. Now. We like to do a segment with our guests. Well, I should mm -hmm. say Benny likes to do a segment with our guests. Two truths and a lie. He, okay. He gives you two truths and a lie, and you got to pick which one is the lie. Okay. All right, Ooh. ready? And let me just tell you yeah. this, Hannah. Uh, Sophie misfired on the last episode. So let's see if you can okay. get this right. Okay. <laughs> All right. The first one. My favorite movie is Last Tango in Paris. Okay. Second I don't even one. Know what that is. The second one. 
At West Virginia University, I once lied about being allergic to the gold in Goldschlager to get out of a missed <laughs> midterm. Okay. And the third <laughs> one, my celebrity lookalike is Lip from Shameless. Oh, oh no, I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't know that show. Okay. I'm going to say... Well, you can oh, pull shoot. it up on your phone, huh, if you want. I'm still driving, so I can't put up my phone. Okay, wait, what's the first one again? My favorite movie is Last yes. Tango in Paris. So I don't know what the, I don't know who that movie is. I'm I'm gonna really hope that the the one of the truths is the second one because that was so good. Yeah, that's great. Um, I okay, I'm gonna go with the lie being the third one. The Lie was my favorite movie, being last. No! I never even heard of that movie. No, it's a classic. Thank you. But it's not what my favorite it? by any means. Benny, I never oh heard gosh, of the movie. Hannah genius. doesn't know who Lip is. I know, I know. Those were two misfires. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we got a real challenge going here. No, that was a real challenge. I'm, I'm just really happy the middle one was accurate because that, that's so good. Oh, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's I was amazing. drinking Goldschlager the night before. I didn't have an allergic reaction. I didn't know I had a midterm the next morning. Missed my 9 a.m. class. Woke up at noon. Saw I had the midterm. Frantically called my professor. Lied about being in the hospital the night before and wanting her to call me back. When she finally called me back, I told her the lie. And uh, she bit hook, line, and sinker. She said, I didn't know that could happen. I said, me either until my throat swelled up. I work with a liar. Oh my gosh, I'm so impressed. You got to do what you got to do. Unfortunately, the points that were put on the final uh, yeah. from the midterm, I failed the final. So, <laughs> it, it, oh no! <laughs> Wait, what happened? Accounting. Accounting. It was my okay. second yeah, run out of okay. counting. You're totally allowed to fail accounting. That's okay. A, um, a Jewish guy failing an accounting class. Your family is would had to be ashamed. Uh, they were not proud. <laughs> I remember one time in high school, my dog ate my homework, and I was so excited that this actually happened to me, because I thought, that doesn't happen, like, that's just a cliche line that people use. I was so excited that it happened that I went to school the next day, and I was like, I told my teacher, I was like, Mr. Deleuze, Mr. Deleuze, my dog ate my homework, and he's like, shut up, it's so dumb, <laughs> get out of here, and he's like, if it's true, bring it in. So yeah. I did. I had to bring it in the next day, and it was in pieces, which just also was a really stupid thing to say because I could easily just go home and rip up some homework. <laughs> yeah, unless he was going to, like, do DNA samples and cop right. swab the dog's mouth and mm. test it. But them. I was so thrilled. <laughs> like, I just love it when cliches happen. Yeah, I kind of do, too. That's funny you say <laughs> that. It is. It's kind of, like, rewarding in some weird way. Yes. It's like I'm living art. Right. Like you Life never... imitating like... art or art imitating life. What's that phrase? Um... Life, life imitating art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe. <laughs> I also once slipped on a banana peel, which was another highlight of Incredible. my life. Incredible. Like right? Mario Kart. Yeah. Yes. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Oh, I say Mario. Where are you from? Philly. Oh, that's so Philly. It's so Philly. <laughs> it's just like what every person says from Philly. What's your player when you play Mario Kart? Mm, I guess Do maybe Donkey Kong. I was Toad. Oh, I was always Toad. I like wouldn't play if somebody took my Toad. They need they to bring to that toad. game back somehow. Like they do, but like they make it like if you ever play it on Wii or something, it's too hard now. Like no, I'm only good at the N64 version. They need to bring it to like the iPhone. 
Ooh. I bet you they probably do. Do you think it's an app and we just don't know about it? Uh, I think that would be like something like the Android world is capable of, but not the Apple world. No, you're so right, though. Like, it should be like a words for friends type it, it, thing. That, like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm at, yeah. I'm at work in my office. You're uh, in wherever you are in your building, and we can all play. And we're just, like, bonding over Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, Benny was just looking. It does not exist for the phones. It really should Nintendo. Eureka, guys. This could be our calling. Yeah, seriously. Nintendo needs to make some type of merger. Yes. I'm, I'm for it. Now, we do a segment on the show called Jeet, which is another Philly-type slang for okay. Did You Eat Today? Look, go inside. Make no, yourselves no, comfortable. No, no, I'll no, make you something to eat. Hey, how do you like George? Red. Medium red. Medium red. Hmm. Aristocrat. My snack was a honey crisp apple. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, we just, all we want to know, since mm-hmm. Pat, you're on TV, you got to be looking good, you're a beautiful mm-hmm. girl, you're in shape, what'd you eat today? <laughs> oh, no. Of all days, of all days, <laughs> um, well, I always have overnight oats in the morning, which I know is very basic of me. Um, I'll have like a green smoothie. Okay. But then today, or like for lunch, I'll have like a green smoothie. But then today for dinner, I was getting dinner with my mom and she wanted me to make something and I wasn't in the mood. So I just went and picked up a bunch of crap. And I got like, I got a salad, but then I got like mac and cheese and cake. Okay. <laughs> All right. And the chicken, which I didn't even eat the chicken. And then she had a ton of Easter candy left over. So. Um, yeah, I really just ate a bunch of bad stuff today, and cheat I feel day. like I would like a, I would like a redo yeah. on this question. <laughs> Major cheat day. Maybe ask me on another day. They say the cheat days are good anyway. I just feel like you gotta balance it out. Like, if I'm gonna be an angry person if I don't eat chocolate, I'm just doing everyone else a favor. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. that, and I agree. Now, do you, are you in the gym regularly? Are you doing any type of fitness routine regularly, or what? Um, I don't go to a gym. I just work out at home. Um, I, I have the luxury of living in South Florida, so I go for runs a lot, and I just do workouts outside or in my apartment. Or yeah, I have like weights, and I'll just find a park bench and do stuff. Typically, very cool. Speaking super of, cheesy. Speaking of Florida, mm-hmm. the party scene I'm a big fan of. I was just down in Miami. I love Lauderdale. Where are your favorite oh, places, yeah. like in Miami and Lauderdale, to go drink at, eat at, pool parties, what have you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm really not a fan of Lauderdale. I think it's just because I've lived here for a few years now, and I feel like it's kind of the same the I, same spiel everywhere you like go. A couple's vacation, uh, like go to Lauderdale for a long weekend. Yeah, it's just like the group of the the twenty somethings, thirty somethings who are here. It's very like it reminds me of when you you know the show The Bachelor. Yeah, of course. I was gonna say I. I always feel like I see people who were on The Bachelor out in Fort Lauderdale. So it's just a bunch of, like, like pretty Frauds? single people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, but I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that circle. Um, I like to go out in Miami a lot. I'm a huge fan of, of like, Wynwood, and I do love South Beach. I know it gets a bad rap, but, like, No, I, I love fun. it, too. Where, where do you live um, in South Beach? I like basement a lot, which okay. is the addition hotel. The basement basement's the one with the bowling alley and the skating yeah. rink. Yeah. That one's fun. Um 
it's a good time. It's like that's like the perfect place to take someone who's like not really into clubs. Like if you don't want to commit to like a club, right. you can go there because you know. There's will other you, will you ever do a story or a live? I do. I do those occasionally. I'm not a huge fan though, to be honest. Like I, I won't go. I won't go to any of those places. Like typically, like I have to be like with a crew. And like obviously with like at a table, I, course, I just yeah. it sounds so dumb. I just can't. No. Like I think about what I used to do in like college, and right. I would like go to all these places without knowing anyone, and it's just like a nightmare experience. Yeah. So those things are they're fun, but sometimes you just want to like talk to your friends and just like hang out. Oh, of course. And that's where you go to Wynwood. So. Right. It's like the more special occasion type of nights. You do maybe a live or a story yeah, like someone's or... birthday. Yeah, eleven. Have you ever been to eleven? 11? Oh, I do love eleven. Great time. Great <laughs> I time. I probably go there more than I go to like story or live. Yeah, just because that's the place you typically like end your night. Yeah, well, exactly. Now, what about dinner wise? Like, if you were going to get a, uh, you know, great dinner in Miami, where do you like to eat at there? Oh, that's such a tough question. People ask me that a lot, and I. I, I guess I don't eat often in Miami because I can never name places. I drink in Miami a lot. Right, um, right. There's nothing wrong I, with that. I would actually say Coyo is like the winner with this because Coyo is like um, it's like a little Mexican spot in Wynwood, but it's a speakeasy. So like outside, it's like an outdoor picnic area, and that's where you can get you know some tacos, some quesadillas, some guacamole. But then when you go inside, it's like a there's like a secret club in the back, and um, I'll often just hit up both of those. So, like, I'll go to the club first, then I'll come out, get myself a taco, and then keep going. Yeah, so that's that's a really cool concept. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I would definitely, like, if you're ever in Miami, I would definitely go to Cuyo. I love it there. Yeah, um, I gotta add that to the list. It's small in the back, but it's worth it. Yeah. What'd you say? No, I gotta add that to the list. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm, like, totally blanking on other places in Miami. When you're out down there, you, I'm sure you see a lot of dolphins or heat player heat players or marlins mm -hmm. uh who, who's like the athletes that are really out on the scene down there that you would be most likely to see the um, hometown athletes that is i don't know who i see i've seen like visiting uh basketball players a lot that's why the uh, heat have such a good home record yeah All the visiting right? teams go to party no, the night true. before I've and... seen, yeah like i've seen a couple of um I mean, I really, truly always see those guys out. Like, they're they're always not. I'm not talking about like our home teams. I'm talking like visitors. No, yeah. Like I'm, I'm always somewhere like Rockwell, for example, and I'm looking across and I'm like, oh, that's Blake Griffin. Oh, and yeah. then I like do the math and you're like, oh wait, they're here. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Um. But yeah, I wouldn't say that there's one athlete that like totally stands out. I did used to see the Marlins guys out a lot. Um, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, Giancarlo and AJ Ramos are like boys. Okay, yeah. okay. I do you know that? I feel like that's like common knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did. It's funny you said that. I actually did know that. Yeah, they're. I think they're roommates still. Now. Interesting. Don't quote me on that. I'm not positive, but they were roommates in Miami, and now obviously Ramos is a Met. And were you ever in their house, Hannah? Never in their house, no. <laughs> so you knew they were roommates? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I used to, so I used to work for Fox Sports Florida, and right. I, um, I, I covered the Merlins for a little bit. Like, you know, that was one of our teams that we worked with. So yeah. I would go to the park a lot, and um, 
yeah, I got to know some of those guys pretty well just by being in the clubhouse doing anything. And they, they were so nice, but I definitely saw um, Stanton and Ramos out a ton. Now, who, we have like mutual friends. Who were the cool, like the coolest athletes that you had to cover down there? Like if you had a few questions, who was, you know, who was the go-to guys? Who did you like interacting with the most? When it comes to Marlins, I honestly probably interviewed AJ Ramos and Kristen Yelich at least 300 times okay. just because they were so nice and easy to talk to. And yeah. like, they were like reliable. Like, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, uh, Yelly, can I ask you this question? Like, right. Can you please answer this question for me? He's like, oh, yeah. He was really nice. Um, AJ Ramos was like everyone's favorite Marlin. Like, he was just like, media wise, he's like just the perfect kind of guy to interview because he's just polite. He talks fast. He answers your question and then he's done. Um, I saw you interviewing Hassan Whiteside from the Heat. <laughs> he's known as a little bit of a hothead. Uh, what was he like? I, I wouldn't say hot out. I would just say, like, a character. He's yeah. just, um, uh, Hassan Whiteside is, like, you, you got to kind of, like, pull teeth to get what you want. I, I would, I personally only asked him really silly questions. I did a bunch of, like, social media videos with, with the Heat. Right. I asked I asked all those guys a bunch of dumb questions a couple times, like, on different occasions. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I never talked to Hassan about the game, and I, I wouldn't recommend it. I think, actually, at one point, they asked us not to go to him because he had been cursing. And so they were like, let's just avoid that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. He, he's kind of known as a head case. Yeah, um, but he talks so slow too. Like, I, he can't even like, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're on deadline. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> there, there are some painful um, athletes to listen to. Just yes. whether they're being uh, intentionally short in answering questions or they're trying to answer the question, they just don't fully understand it, or it's just a shitty answer. I don't know. It's I tough to listen to some they interviews. They don't want to talk to you at all. Yeah. And they're just like, oh my God. They're just saying whatever comes to their mind so it sounds like they're talking when they're truly just saying nothing. It's almost like you got to trick them sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I feel bad for them most of the time because, like, when we would go in there post game and, like, ask them. 30 of the same questions from a different angle like how much can they really say like sometimes yeah. i feel so bad because they have a bad night and you're like oh like you know john carl i can't imagine what he's been going through now at yankee stadium like the questions he must get it's yeah. i can't imagine it's awful but i mean okay, look, so, that's what so. they sign up for i mean exactly if i was living that type of life man i would just be so damn chipper for no reason uh, answer like just I really would like they I think sometimes they forget how lucky they are I mean I know it's a pressure-packed performance-based industry where right. you know they got to get results they got to perform and sometimes they feel like they're having a bad day or being inconvenienced you know it rubs them the wrong way because they know they got to put the results on the field so they take it out on the reporters and the journalists and what have you um but, mm -hmm. you know, they got to keep things in perspective, I feel like. My God, there's so many other ways to make money and whatnot, I mean, after sports. And you can start oh, that whole absolutely. process while you're a professional athlete. Yeah, and I will say, most of the guys, especially the guys in South Florida, like, there was not, like, I've never had an experience where somebody was, like, really rude to me in an interview. Like, they all are pretty much dense. Like, I've yeah. never, like, yeah, they're kind of, like, piggish. Some of right. them, but like, like they're professional for the most part. Like, I've never had a situation. I think they get frustrated. Did with you some say of those piggish? Writers. 
like pigs. Like, what did they do that, that you know, came across to you as piggish? Oh, just like, I mean, when you're in a locker room and you're a female and you're in a, or you're in a clubhouse and you're one of the only women, it's like, I mean, they just say dumb stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know? Or yeah. they just like, sometimes they'll like drop trowels. Yeah. When you're like talking to them, like they just do dumb stuff. Did that make you uncomfortable ever? Oh, oh my gosh. I used to like count ceiling tiles. Oh man, that is. I'd be funny. like, oh my gosh, they can't look down. Like, I, it would just make me feel so uncomfortable. But then you like, you know, you kind of get used to it. And I've been in, I've been in a, I've been in enough now to just be like, okay, I know how this goes. Did you ever <laughs> see the movie Any Given Sunday? No. I believe Jamie Foxx does that in Any Given Sunday to a reporter in the really? locker room. Yeah. Shut up. Maybe, about it. <laughs> Maybe they're imitating it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm always like, what are you doing? Now, Hannah, I want to ask you this to kind mm-hmm. of wrap things up. When we had Sophie on the last show, she she was dropping some bombs on us. She was mm-hmm. saying, you know, she she's doing her Courtney uh, Kardashian thing and dating younger guys, seeing younger guys. What's your take on that, Hannah? Is that the new trend now? Girls oh, are I've going for the too. younger. Yeah. <laughs> How much younger do you go though? Like a year, I consider the same age. Even really two years. But like, how much younger do you go? Oh no. That's <laughs> <a bad> question. <laughs> I hate this question. Um. So this is I, the new trend. Oh my so god. So Sophie and I have had and like I don't Sophie and I are such good friends. Like I probably talk to her thirty times a day. Not an exaggeration. Okay. Um and we have had so many conversations about why we're dating younger guys. Like we just don't know why it's happening. Because I used to be like, Oh, I want an older guy and you you know, you just look for whoever and somehow it, it just became a trend that like we would we both just started talking to younger guys around the same time. All right, so uh, how young? <laughs> just like pointing your answer. Um, <laughs> not that young. Like, um, twenty-one was the youngest, but I at the time I was twenty. Hold on, twenty-five or twenty-six. Okay, that's so not that bad. No, it's not that bad. That's not that bad. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Now, what about a guy who's shorter than you? Um, I've never done that. Okay. All right. I know, which is awful because I'm I'm five nine, so it's it's like slim picking. Not like I'm I'm like really tall. It's just that I like guys who are really tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well that's a common thing. So I know. We were laughing because like me and Benny were saying, Well, when we were younger guys, all the girls said, Oh yeah, we like older guys, we wanna be with older guys and now we're the older guys and all the girls, <laughs> Oh, we wanna be with the younger guys just constantly so swinging funny. and missing. no and i don't i think like i think sophie and i say that it's a trend to make ourselves feel better well the 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 courtney thing kind of makes it a trend and i've observed some other things where i think i'm like you know cracking the case here yeah no there are a lot of celebrities um britney spears is dating a younger guy chloe kardashian they're not dating anymore but he's definitely younger j-lo did Um, it for years before a-rod What'd you say? Uh, Jennifer Lopez did it for oh, years yes. before yeah. Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, no, I feel like there's a lot of hidden celebrities out there that really do that. Mariah Carey was doing it for a while. And I don't know, maybe it's just a trend that works for some people. It's certainly working for Sophie currently. It's not quite working <laughs> for me anymore. <laughs> okay. You know, we forgot that mention because we talked about it earlier. Um, the Olivia Culpo, Danny Amendola breakup. Ooh. And we that have... Was a- we had heard that Olivia cheated on him. 
Yeah, that's what I heard too. How about Which that? Which is like fine because she, for some reason, annoys the actual crap out of me. Yeah, she's <laughs> almost like too cute and she posts yeah, almost just, too much. Yes, I just need people to like just live a little sometimes. Like, I think Instagram is, is great, but also just like don't fake it so much. Just yeah. like be normal, like be cool. Like it's it's fine to be ugly and to like mess up or to like trip or something. Like I just think she's so perfect and so obsessed with herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's bad to she, say. No, she I'm totally also... is. That And that is lame. Like the, a girl that's overly, or a guy that's overly obsessed with themselves becomes a very annoying thing. Yeah, it's like it's called only photos of myself Instagram. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just only them. And when a guy only has photos of himself on his Instagram, that's like a huge red flag dating-wise. Yeah. Like I, it's I would never be thing. like, oh, sign me up for this. <laughs> right, right. Like, because you wonder, who are his friends? Is he a catfish? Like, what kind of life does this person live? That no, I just think he's got to be dumb. And dumb. Yeah, real. That's a great. With all those questions put aside, the number one thing is he's got to be an idiot to make his Instagram page look like that. Yeah, like he's got to be so full of himself. I'm not. I'm not cut out for that kind of life. Yeah. Yeah. No. That. That's a great. But yeah, Olivia Colpo. Power to her. I just. I'm not a fan. And Daniel Mandola. I'm. Well, I'm looking forward to him being in Miami. <laughs> maybe you'll be his next girlfriend. You're both down in Florida. Wait, how tall is he? Uh, probably six one, six foot. Uh-uh. He's a smaller receiver. Uh, that's small. for sure. Maybe five eleven at the shortest. Like 5'11". Though. Yeah. I mean, how tall are you, Hannah? I'm five nine. Well, that, but I, I like guys who are like six three and up. He'll, he'll wear uh, lifts in his shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to Danny. I'll for give him you. like an apple box to stand on. Right, right. <laughs> uh, now, Hannah, on our Instagram, mm-hmm. we the, the on the mark show. You gotta follow us if you don't already. Yes, I will. Okay, all right. Um, we do these coffee reviews, and it's okay. kind of like a mock, an overt imitation in a way of um, you know Portnoy's pizza reviews for Barstool which are oh. wildly popular. Okay. So long story short, we go to diners, delis, a gas station, anywhere that serves coffee, all over mm-hmm. Philly, all over the world, and we'll review the coffee. Okay. How do you drink your coffee, Hannah? Ooh, I either drink it aggressively or not at all. So right now Aggressive. I'm doing no coffee. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing no coffee right now. I'm on that straight green tea thing. Yeah, you're like Tom then- Brady. He doesn't drink oh. coffee. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm so upset that you just put me in Tom Brady in the same He, he doesn't uh, do any caffeine intake, actually. That, you know, I think a lot of athletes do that, or I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, it's just like a, it's like a, not a mental thing, but they just, they don't want to be up and down and up and down. Yeah. No crap. Um, Avoid the crashes and whatnot. Right. So but, when, when uh, you are drinking your coffee, how do you take it? With like lots of, of cream. Like, lots of sugary cream. Interesting. Like, the sweeter the coffee, the better. Interesting. I know. I'm such a typical, like, Floridian. Yeah, that's a Florida trend, huh? Oh, like, what's that What's that Cuban coffee called? A cordadita? Yeah, I was going to say Cuban coffee. <laughs> um, a cordadita? <laughs> if you go to Barlitz Park, <laughs> I can't even tell you. There was one night I was up at the press box, like, and I hadn't eaten, and they have, like, free candy up there, and... 
I for some reason thought, let me just go get myself like two quarters. They're like little shots. Like I'm like, let me just right. take these things. I took two of them. You would have thought you I were was up for 48 hours. You would no. You would have thought I was like actually on drugs. Like I was, <laughs> I was on speed. Like I was <laughs> next level, like clapping, celebrating in the press box like a true moron. Like I don't oh know what I was doing, <laughs> which is against all rules, by the way. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I was a liability for sure. That's awesome. That's actually really funny. Really good, funny. really sugary, but uh, I don't recommend it when you're working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, now that's funny. That must have been, <laughs> like, if the, there should have been cameras in there for that. Because you're really <laughs> I not... I actually fell. You're not... <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I remember this day so well. I was, like, going back and forth to the sugar. It was like, we were in, like the 11th inning or something like it was like one of those nights where i was like oh my goodness because like, we won the game i just was so happy that i was jumping and i think i fell what what the hell what are the un other unwritten rules in the in the press box for you guys while you're in there oh to just like shut up yeah like, that's, that's like, what i was going to say cool. you're really not allowed to make much noise and all right no you're supposed to be i, I you're supposed to be like the, I, I don't I don't even know how to explain it. You're supposed to be the most boring human ever. Right. You, like, can't, you can't take even a phone call, right? Yeah, I think it's I think it's truly the dumbest rule. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm shocked that I like people allowed me into the press box so many times because I just I just have such a problem not talking things out. Yeah, I'm glad you broke the rules for the most part. They're yeah, they, they sure. almost sound outdated. And like when a Marlins game is in the middle of the season and it's not a great season right. and they go into 11 innings and then they win it, like why not celebrate? Yeah, really. <laughs> it means nothing but just celebrate. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> now, we, we of course want to let our VIP listeners know about your website, hannahostopchuck.com. It's oh, actually yeah, it's a really... No, but it's a it's a really nice website. I, whoever did it, if you did it, whoever oh, else, thank you. It's, I did it. It's really sharp, and it you know you, it, you can navigate it well. That's how I found the, the the podcast, and you know more info about you. It's actually a really nice site. I would like something like that for uh, us, honestly. Oh yeah, I can help you out with that. Yeah, no, show you all my tips and tricks. No question. Is there anything else you need our VIP listeners to know about what you got going on, Han? Um. No, no, not at all. Check out um, Off the Bench with Danny Cannell and Raja Bell. On iTunes. Um, on, on iTunes, yeah. And um, check out CBS Sports HQ. I'm on the show with Bill Rainer called Writer's Block every day, Monday through Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Check out my Instagram and handle Snapchat. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, or you're not on Twitter, right, Hannah? Oh, I am on Twitter. Oh, you are, I, okay. No, I'm, I'm an awful Twitter user. I, like... Every thought I have is stupid, and I delete it. So I just like I never tweet. <laughs> like I write something out, and I'm like, "What am I thinking? It's just so dumb. Nobody, nobody cares." And then I'll delete it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Some people enjoy that stuff. I don't know. I think everyone tries to be so funny on Twitter. Yeah, and I don't right. ever want to come off like I'm trying to be funny. Great. But point. sometimes my thoughts are just so dumb that it might sound that way. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just. Stay yeah, silent. That's you know? a great point. People follow with the expectation that they're like following a comedian or something. Right. And I am no comedian. Yeah. Well, hey, there's a lot of outlets for uh, people to, you know, see what you got going on and whatnot. We certainly enjoyed having you on the show. We would love to have oh, you yeah, back on you sometime. Guys. And um, it, w it was great, Hannah. Seriously, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thank you.
Oh, Benny Hanna delivered bigly just as we expected. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. I like talking about these girls like the, you know, the Culpos and the the Khloe Kardashians, uh, the Jenna Dewans, the Kendra Baskets, Kendra Wilkinson Basket. Mm-hmm. Well, no more. Who knows? But, you know, that type of conversation is always en- entertaining for me. And plus, I'm surprised she well, I, I'm really not surprised, actually. She was right there with Sophie in terms of she'll date the younger guys, too. We lost, Benny. It's yeah, all we over did. for us. I mean, that seems to be the trend. Yeah, well, good thing now they're inventing these sex robots. And, I was going to uh, say, good know. thing the like 36 to 40-year-olds are looking a lot better these days. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got a little ways to we get there. We still got a window, Marky. Yeah, we yeah, still we got, got a window. window. Right, right, right. We got a window. When one sure. window closes, another one opens, folks. Uh, no doubt about it. And Hannah is a good example in terms of windows opening and whatnot. The CBS gig, she was saying she was doing the stuff with the Marlins, with Fox, covering them. Um, You know, she's got it going on down there in Florida. She's LinkedIn, man. Yeah, very cool. It was a very interesting conversation. Glad we had her on, Marky. I can't wait to have her back, honestly. A lot of people seem to be enjoying our coffee talk. You notice People that? love coffee. Yeah, so when we ask our guest, you know, how do you take... They dig the question. Uh, they do. They talk a few minutes, each one about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. You know, I got a ton of respect for Barstool, obviously. How could you not? Absolutely. Man, the coffee review makes more sense than the pizza review. Totally agree. The coffee review is more beneficial for one's daily life, short-term and long-term, than a pizza review is. Not only that, but it's easier to sustain the same cup of coffee day in day out than a place can sustain the pizza i go to the same pizza places all the time and i get a different slice of pizza on a daily basis yeah you could get and sometimes you can get a dud yeah and guess what that happens with cheesesteaks too absolutely what if i walk in the place and nobody really has walked in there that day so i get an old pie yeah but on six out of seven days rush out the oven uh, it's supposed to be fresh it will be fresh so you know it's tough, man. Pizza, it's easier to have a good cup of coffee consistently. And more importantly, it's better to hear the reviews of coffee to maybe want to try somewhere new, broaden your horizons. Absolutely. It's always good to broaden your horizons, check out some new spots, support the local businesses. Yeah, and I mean, let's call it what it is, Benny. We we always say this. We love the support that our VIP listeners give us. Absolutely. And shoot, could we be giving back any more than promoting these local smaller businesses? No, absolutely not, Mark. Giving them some shine? It's great for the city. It's great for the community. And I'm happy to do it. Absolutely. You know, we like to cultivate conversation. We like to create conversation. Let's create some business. Let's cultivate business. Let's help our local businesses. And guess where the most conversations happen? Over a a cup cup of of coffee. Yep. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Yep. So, gang... We hope you enjoyed this conversation, and of course, we cannot wait to conversate with you guys again. So for myself and my co-host and producer, Benny the Bear Jew Spielberg, until next time, gang, on the mark.